Welcome to the Best Hopes Podcast. My name is Adam Froer. And I'm Cecil Walker. And we wanted to start this inaugural episode with a little just introduction about who we are. And we'll talk a little bit about why we're doing this podcast and really what we hope will come out of this process. So Cecil, do you want to start and just <laughs> introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are and why you're qualified to talk about hope. Well, convenient. I go first, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess it's debatable how qualified I am to talk about hope, but I know I've made good use of it in personal and professional <laughs> life so far. I, I guess first and foremost, am a therapist. I've worked in private practice for a handful of years now, seeing families, adolescents, college students, uh, young professionals, adults, couples, all of whom I, I think their change and transformations have made good use of hope. I've also seen uh, refugees and asylum seekers through some work with a nonprofit and the people who have been in those really, really difficult circumstances uh, that, that I've seen, I think they have been in dire need of, of hope and an expansion of the hope that they already were carrying, making use of the hope that they were carrying. But also I've spent some time uh, teaching and presenting and researching, and I think all those things require quite a bit of hope too. I've, I've yet to say how we've used them, because I guess that's that's part of what all this podcast will be doing. But in in short, I think having some type of belief slash desire for we'll get to something significant, something better, something good, something meaningful has been at the heart of all of that work. And I, I think it's like the necessary ingredient for any type of change. And I think all of the work that I do in any area of my life that I do it is change work. It's making positive change happen whatever that looks like and for whomever it's relevant to. Hmm. I like that answer a lot. Well, I'll introduce myself as mm -hmm. well. Um, as I mentioned before, I'm Adam Furler. And I have kind of had a career predominantly in academia, actually. I spent 11 years teaching at two different universities. I taught both marriage and family therapists and clinical psychologists. And so really spent my career teaching people how to help people. And I felt like that was a really worthwhile endeavor. And I felt like hopefully a lot of change would come as a result of really training people to do good work. Within the last few years, um, I quit working in traditional academia. And now I am the director of research and training for the Solution Focused Universe. And the Solution Focused Universe is the largest training institution that teaches and trains clinicians how to do solution-focused brief therapy. And that begs the question, why solution-focused brief therapy? When as, as a university professor, I was kind of a teacher, a generalist teacher. I was teaching mm -hmm. lots of different modalities and now have kind of honed in on one particular modality. And that will come up quite a bit as we go throughout this podcast. But I think one of the reasons that I've kind of honed in on this particular approach is because I feel like especially that's pertinent to this podcast, is that it's really rooted in hope. I think hope is such a motivating change factor that solution-focused brief therapy takes that hope and then really harnesses it and says, like, suppose that hope exists. What's different? What does that mean? How, how would life change for you? 
And so the premise of how this works is really founded on this principle of hope. And so I think, like you mentioned, all of the things that we've done hopefully are leading to contributing to meaningful change. And so I think the particular modality that we've chosen to work from is particularly suited for that. In addition to that, my role at the Solution Focused Universe is research. Um, really starting to look at different kinds of research and looking at what produces change. A lot of the research that I've done is focused on how does change happen literally sitting in a therapy room. We're starting to look at things like brain waves and EEG and what happens inside someone's brain when you have hopeful conversations. And so I think we're trying to get at how does change happen, which I think is really what lots of us are looking for in life. And so I hope that we can bring to this podcast some of that research, some of the success stories that we have experienced in our work. I think my most significant hope is that this will be a place of inspiration. Mm. I hope that as people come and listen to this podcast, they can look at their own lives and they can say, I can feel my hope increasing. Yeah. I can look to the future and I can see something brighter than I could see before I started listening to this. As I learn about the research, I know how I can make changes in my life that will help me get to where I want to be. Or as I hear about other people's successes, I can internalize some of that and say, I want to achieve those similar kinds of things. And now I'm better equipped to do that. Mm -hmm. I hope this is a place where inspiration thrives, really. Yeah, this is a very unique opportunity, I think, to expand upon hope in a, in a kind of massive way. I think a lot of people go to podcast therapy, to YouTube, to all these places for a how-to. Uh, and there's a lot of use in how-to. I go to plenty of how-tos on YouTube all the time. <laughs> Anytime something breaks, I, I, I'm on YouTube looking at a how-to. But I think something even more powerful than a how-to is just that it can happen, <laughs> that something can be fixed, that you can become a better version of yourself, that you can see some satisfaction in whatever area of your life that you're looking at. And I think that's one of the most powerful things that therapy does. And I think it would be the most powerful thing that we could do with this podcast as well, is to, uh, like you said, inspire people to feel some powerful notion of, I could have that, I could be that, I could feel that. Things could be better. Things could change in, in these ways that I find myself really wanting them to change. Um, or I could just feel much closer to uh, the version of myself that I'm, I'm more satisfied with. That's the gift of successful therapy. And if, if we were able to do that here, that'd be a gift of, of this podcast too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. I think one of the things that then that brings us to, right? So this is who we are. and But we've called this podcast the Best Hopes podcast, mm -hmm. which is harkens to the type of therapy that we do, solution-focused free therapy. But it's a really unusual phrase. Oftentimes as we're teaching and training people, we talk about like, you have to add, begin this whole process with asking somebody, what are your best hopes? And so that's where we pulled this title from of your best hopes. But oftentimes as we're teaching and training it, people are like, especially people who don't speak English will say, that doesn't translate into my <laughs> language. And we have to say, it actually doesn't linguistically make sense in English either, really. <laughs> right. And so as you think about why did we choose the title, The Best Hopes Podcast, what is it for you? Like, why did that title match what we're trying to do? Well, clinically, 
the best hopes is trying to crack open the heart of the change process in therapy. You, as the person attending therapy, decided you wanted change in your life. I think it's safe to assume positive change, meaningful, significant change. And so the best hopes question says, well, what's the change, the most satisfying change that you were hoping for uh, in showing up here? If this happens to work in the way that you really, really wanted it to work, what's the change that you would want to happen? And so I think this is borrowing from that notion, of course. But I, I think just the idea of the best hopes anyway says, you know, what's, <laughs> what's the top of the list? What's the the, the most important stuff that could happen? What's the most, you know, significant transformation that could start to happen from these conversations, from things that we cover and talk about? So I, I feel like it's, it's a really expansive thing. It's, it's the best of what you could desire. What, what is that? What would that be if we got there? Yeah, one of the things that I, I love about this idea of best hopes is that in essence, we're shooting for the stars, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're saying like, think about what you, you really, really want. Yeah. Think about what would make you feel the most complete, you know, whatever it is. And, I, and as I was thinking about it, I was thinking oftentimes people come in and we, we ask them this question, like, what are your best hopes? And people will give seemingly mundane mm -hmm. answers, right? They'll say, I want, I want to be happy. I want to feel peace. I want to have courage. I just want confidence back. And, and those things sound mundane. And I think one of the things that I would say is we think about like your best hopes and as people kind of engage with this process, you can take all of those things and you can make them the most of that, mm -hmm. right? The, the happiest, the most confident, the calmest. And so all of those things can be on a scale and I can be on a journey to becoming the happiest, the bravest, whatever it is. But there's satisfaction in the journey as well, right? If I see myself move incrementally from like minimal happiness to moderate happiness, just in pursuing happiest, I'm going to find more and more of what I'm looking mm -hmm. for. And so I don't think that what we're saying is if you don't achieve happiest, you've failed or that this process is useless because just the pursuit of greatest will get us more good. Yeah. And I think, I think there's real power in kind of just acknowledging I can shoot for the stars and just trying to reach the stars, I'll become better than I am. Yeah. I think that even an acknowledgement of the, the happiest, the best, unlocks something. Before you even gotten to step your foot onto the journey of I'm going to try to make my way to that best thing, just acknowledging that as an existence of something. I feel like it's, it's all too common, uh, and rightly so for a lot of people, that some people keep themselves from even hoping for those things. They don't even let their minds explore that this is possible. The best could be possible. What I desire could be possible. It's not even worth it to say out loud what I want or to begin to describe and imagine what could be really desirable for me. But I think doing that just makes change inherently happens 
just in acknowledging that, that existence of that possibility. And I know that's true because a Michael Jordan wouldn't be relevant, you know, like the, mm. the greatest of anything wouldn't have any impact if just knowing that that greatness could exist was insignificant. Somehow, not to say that all our best hopes are the Michael Jordans of whatever the thing is that we want, but I think that's kind of the idea, you know, the happiest you could be is if you became the Michael Jordan of happiness. Uh, what does that look like? And, and how do you begin to move towards that thing? And even if you stay way at the bottom of the list of the people who are the happiest, knowing that that is a possibility for you, hanging over you, I, I think that inherently makes a difference. Yeah, I think, I think one of the things that you said, which I think we'll get into a lot during the exploration of this podcast, is when we hope and we move toward hope, change inherently happens. I think that's really when we talk about like what brings people to therapy, what, you know, encourages people to do self-help groups or read self-help books or whatever it is, they're looking for some kind of a change. They're looking for, and I would even say some kind of improvement probably. And I think that's one of the things that I think is really powerful about this concept and these conversations that we'll have is Hopefully, as you listen to these podcasts, you'll have new insights, you'll have new understanding, and you'll say, I could change. I could become a different, better, more capable Mm -hmm. version of myself than I currently am. If individually we start to make those small changes that are desirable, and then we put all of those small changes together, this collective movement can occur. And I think again, as we kind of think about this shooting for the stars and like, I was going to ask you, what are your best hopes from this Mm -hmm. podcast? But as I was talking, I was thinking, that's my best hopes from this podcast is that we'll help people to realize that individual change can occur Mm -hmm. and that those individual changes will then ripple and that hopefully we will change the world as a result of changing how we look at things, how we strive for things, how change-oriented we are, and that this will be an impetus for more unity, for less divisiveness, for striving for greatness, for being in awe of Mm -hmm. each other and finding reasons to respect one another. That as I look at other people and I see them trying to be good, I can then appreciate their goodness and I'm influenced by their goodness. And I think if we could have that rippling effect and that cumulative effect, um, I can't think of anything better that could come from from this process. Mm -hmm. If I had to answer that question, it kind of makes me think of these moments that happen in therapy where I don't think this is a requirement for the change process, but very often clients find themselves in at least the kind of conversations that we have smiling. They find themselves answering these questions and having this discussion in a way that leads to them surprisedly smiling Um, and it's a smile that I think that says this is going to change how I interact with my regular life with my day Um, it's a smile that says I've just bumped into a version of myself that I really like I could do that I could be that I could see my life filling in with some of this stuff here that is really really pleasing to me it's similar feeling that I feel when I read a book that I really really like and it and it talks about something poignant or it talks about something really relevant and meaningful And it's just this sense of, I could use that. I could be that. I could have some of that. I know I could really tap into that. And I think my best hopes is that 
this creates moments like that for mm -hmm. people that they can feel that same thing. The smile is a bonus. So if they do that, that's <laughs> great. Um, but the sentiment, if they feel that feeling, I, I think this is success. Yeah, that's, I think that's really, really beautiful is thinking about like achieving that moment, feeling that feeling, what a difference it makes. And I, I'm actually really excited about kind of that idea of moments because as we've already started doing some of the research for this podcast that we'll talk about later, one of the things that I have just been astounded by is actually how far-reaching hope is mm -hmm. and, and how it kind of influences so many different arenas and fields and all of those kinds of things. But that magnitude is really useless, meaningless, unless I get to feel that moment, unless I can harness that moment, unless yeah. I can see this just changed me. And so I hope that we can bring the magnitude, but that the magnitude influences those little tiny moments. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I think that's life, right? It's those little moments. So this would be impacting life then if, if we could mm. impact those little moments. Yeah, wonderful. Well, that's the first episode really is just, what is this? Mm -hmm. Why are we doing this? Why did we call this thing a crazy <laughs> thing like the best hopes? In future episodes, we'll talk about how we even got that term. We'll talk about how it influences us. But in the vein of that moment, I just want to acknowledge like this is a meaningful moment. Um, we're starting something, again, that has the potential to change life. And I'm really grateful to be able to do this with you. I so respect how, how you think and how you approach life, how That's you approach the world. And so... It's exciting. Every listener is going to be able to experience what I already know exists about you. So well, thank you for doing this. I could say all the exact same about you. And really, honestly, I just have a front row seat to the podcast. I, <laughs> I don't even feel like I'm in it. I'm just taking you, from you what I can you get. You are in it. <laughs> <laughs> but wonderful. All right. So thank you all for being with us for this first episode. If you are getting excited about this process, if you, I guess the word is, if you're getting hopeful about what this could be, please share this um, with other people. Again, we want, we want to see this ripple effect go out. If you know somebody who's struggling with something, who needs to be hearing about hope, who can start thinking about what their best hopes are, this is a place that we want to invite them to. So please like and share. I know that sounds really cliche, but we really do want to change the world with this process and we can't do that without your help. Yeah. All right. Until next time, we will we'll see you and go be hopeful. <laughs>